Hello and welcome to episode 52 of Magic and the Other Guy. And as ever, Kevin and I are sitting outside my home on the banks of Lake Wiley in Charlotte, North Carolina. Kevin, how are you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. And you? I'm doing very well, thank you. Now, I've just said to our gentle listener that this is episode 52, and we set out to do 52 episodes. So, I'm no Warren Buffett, but I believe, if my maths are correct, that makes it that this is the final episode of the season. I think that makes 52 weeks. That (laughs) equals one year in my book. (laughs) Now, I know this is almost a cliche to say this, but... Time has just absolutely shot by for this last year. To oh, me. wasn't it a blink of an eye that we're sitting here doing Halloween the first time around? Halloween was our first episode, wasn't That's it? That's correct. Well, it started off as Halloween, and as we found, uh, the tangents tend to come quickly, <laughs> and soon we were off onto Guy Fawkes Night, and I think we oh, uh, did right. quite a bit of time on fireworks, yes. which led us back to Fourth of July traditions. That's right. Was, but, um, yes, fireworks, the, the night for fireworks is November the 5th in England, and that, well, I remember we were talking about fireworks, and uh, gosh, and that was 12 months ago. Blink, it's, blink. It's, it is absolutely remarkable. And what other things have we talked about? in that 12-month period. I mean, it's, again, it's difficult to me to believe that this is episode 52. It seems like we started this just a couple of months ago. I know, I know. Time just ticks right along. It does. We've talked about, let's see what I can remember that we've talked about, even, even if we've moved off topic very rapidly. Movies, Star Wars, books, stage shows, Star Wars, science fiction, clothing, first jobs, Star Wars, Star Wars. You can see a you can see a theme building up here. What else have we talked? I know Star Wars is a regular a regular uh, topic that we always well, seem we, to we come covered back the to. young ones. We did, and then we touched on the young ones, and then every once in a while we bring in the young ones. <laughs> so I think we could put a lot of emphasis on uh, Rick Mayall and the boys. So, yeah, we really can. Yeah, no, it's funny. It's funny what we'll pick up and be brought back in into different topics and can be brought back around. But yeah, we've covered a lot of a lot of diversity. Yes, uh, a lot of entertainment. We yeah, have. As you can tell, which we like. I mean, that's something we can easily get on a tangent on that and go in all kinds of directions. Yes. So now, we start with one genre and go whichever way. It's, it's often said that whatever one is passionate about in life, whatever it is, whether you're a musician or a writer or an artist or sports fan or whatever it is, that you will inevitably always revert to that. Give an artist a spare 10 minutes in his or her day and they will pick up a sketch pad and start sketching something. Exactly. And I think that's probably our, 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 our return to base is, um, is Star Wars and science fiction and movies. I can sense that between both of us. We, we're both movie fans and uh, we're, we're both Star Wars fans. But we should remember when we set out to do a year's worth of podcasts that the reason we decided it would be an interesting idea was because of the COVID crisis and the fact that folks were having a hard time getting out and socializing and we thought it would just be kind of a cool thing just to sit down and have a chat and invite our gentle listener to join us at the lake yeah because everybody was making different plans for their day you know they, yeah. they you know a walk walk uh, out in your neighborhood maybe a highlight of your day back then you know and you could really you know put on your earbuds and listen to it and go on you know it's been a 
big difference in how things are being done even now as they were a year ago. Yeah. So. I mean, think back. Restaurants were closed, bars were closed, cinemas were closed. Folks were really struggling to get out and just to have a chat. That's right. So things have certainly advanced and moved in the right direction. There's been several ups and downs, and the problem is very far from finished. But we're at a different place now to where we were 12 months ago. Um, but I have to say, I've thoroughly enjoyed doing what we do. I mean, and again, I know we keep mentioning it to our gentle listener over and over in many episodes. There is nothing overly complicated in the way that we've produced these podcasts, really, right? I mean, in front of me right here is my laptop, and we have a microphone that's um, hanging off a shelf bracket on a, on a piece of doweling in the middle of the table. Uh, and we chat, and that's it. Yeah. And at one point, we added the, the lovely sock to keep the wind off. So we've had the same old sock attached to this microphone for, oh my gosh, probably 30 weeks or so. <laughs> That's right. Now, I must stress, the sock is fresh, was freshly washed about 30-something episodes ago. To the best of my knowledge, it was, yes. <laughs> but it has worked as a wind sock surprisingly well, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, actually, I think uh, the environment has become a uh, definitely a third character in this uh production anyway because no matter what it is that the geese which you we just heard go by right. they've been a staple uh for many episodes you hear the geese and heck it wouldn't be the same without them yeah we've yeah that's right um we've also pointed out that we've seen deer or deers as my mum used to say over in england would always use it like fish and fishes uh, we've seen deer deers down here on the lake and we've seen them on the point and one day your eagle eye spotted them actually swimming across the lake from point to point. Which baffled me, because again, at the time, I didn't know they were capable of such things. <laughs> and this group right. of eight went right across the yeah. lake. And I do remember at one time, we thought we were going to have some young geese stroke goslings, I suppose, down yep. at the point there. And Mama Goose did build a nest, and she sat on it for a long time, but nothing happened. Yeah, we had a few weeks of maternity watching. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, nothing happened. There's no, I don't think that. I may be wrong. I don't think the eggs were stolen because there was no sign of any broken shells or anything. Just mum gave up and swam away. Yeah. And that was the end of that. We actually had one episode completely come out. It got changed because we got to start talking about wildlife early on. And next thing you knew, we were 10 minutes in. And we just said, well, let's stick with wildlife and keep going. So I just shelved the topic I had until the next week. So that's how wildlife came about. Yeah, Most of you have listened already, I'm sure, but uh, it's out there. Now, another thing that uh, when I think back over our 51 episodes, I can't say 52 because we're recording 52 now, but over the 51 episodes that we've recorded up until hitting record today, I'm always amazed at your ability to find topics that spark memories, particularly in, in, in me, in my, I've got to, can only speak for me, that I've, I'd long, long forgotten. Childhood memories, movies that I'd seen, or events in my life, or talking to my brother, or that sort of thing. That They're obviously stored away in some compartment in the brain, but they would have remained dormant forever unless you'd have sparked those memories yeah. in conversation. Well, somebody has to go and kick open that file cabinet. That's, that's right. But it's been, it's been great. Um, very therapeutic, I think. I mean, again, one of the reasons for doing the podcast in the first place was just to chat to one another because it was so difficult to do that during the COVID crisis. But beyond the COVID thing, it is very useful 
healthy and necessary, I think, um, to just chat. It doesn't have to be about anything in particular, but just to chat. Yeah, yeah. How many how many hours can go away in a parlor setting with just everybody just be it two people or be it a group of people, and next thing you know, you look at the clock and hours upon hours have gone by. Yeah. You mean with modern media cutting in and, and taking over our lives and not allowing for conversation? It has changed quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, the old days of just coming over in the evening, you know, after after dinner time, well, why don't you all swing by and we'll have a you know, coffee and chat? You know, those, you just don't see that as often, you know. No. Or afternoon, you know, coffees or something like that, you know. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And that is always, when I think back to my very fond years in France with Monsieur Madame Fauconnet, that's, they were just perfect at doing that because they they kind of refused to accept that the modern world existed. Again, I've, I've written about this and I'm sure we've brought it up in conversation. They had a TV. I don't think they ever remembered it was there. I can never really remember it being switched on. I don't think they ever knew where the remote was, probably in a, in a drawer somewhere along with all those things that folks put in a drawer, like bottles of super glue and... Um, or crazy glue and elastic bands and hair clips and all those things. Um, but I can never, I don't think I can never remember being in that house when they had the TV on. And they were wonderful at having dinner with a gorgeous bottle of wine from Bordeaux and just chatting, always chatting about the way the valley used to be, how they can remember it from their childhood and talking about their parents and talking about their grandparents. and. I love those long conversations and just like you described, you know, the hours tick away so fast and we'd probably sit down to dinner at nine o'clock because, you know, French always seem to be particularly late, a little like the Spanish do and um, before you know it, it would be midnight. Yeah. 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 But, uh, well, I, it's funny, I was literally just kind of thinking about this in a way fairly recently because again, our daughter is eight. Right. And. It's, she does not understand the concept of why adults would just want to sit and talk. Yeah. You know, and I can, and you totally see her view of it, of we're not watching something, we're not playing with something, we're not doing something actively. She, I, but you don't see eight-year-olds sitting together usually and having deep conversation for extended periods of time. Right. And at what point in life do you kind of make that transition where it becomes all of a sudden I don't have to be entertained, rather I enjoy, you know, just the conversation being the entertainment. And that's it's a weird I, transition. It, absolutely. I find it a tragic sight, and it's unfortunately all too common in restaurants to look over to a table, and there will be a couple there that should be enjoying one another's company, but in fact are both engrossed in their own phones. Yeah. Not having any conversation. I'm completely lost by it. But again, that might be me being very close to 60 and having a different view on life. But I do think it's very important just to put the modern media away just for an hour or so a day and chat. I think there's a there's great value to that. Great therapeutic value to it as well. Because it's, it's without really understanding what we're doing, I think it's a way of sharing problems. They, they naturally come to the surface. Oh, this happened today and it's kind of been you know, at the back of my mind. And I didn't know if I'd said the right thing or maybe I said the wrong thing. But unless you just have that discussion over a drink or over dinner or coffee or Coke or whatever it would be. Yeah, you can get someone's perspective. You can yeah. get someone's empathy. You can get someone's solution, maybe. Yeah. You know, again, you know, not always out for a solution, but if they can maybe give you one from their experience, 
all the better. What's well, like uh, the old adage, a problem shared is a problem halved. I think there's great... Oh, I haven't heard that in forever. Yeah, there's yeah. great value to that. That is, it is. Yeah. Yeah, so over the course of the last 12 months, have you enjoyed doing the podcast? I certainly oh, have enjoyed doing the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's a great, uh, been a great adventure, and uh, I think we need to give credit where credit is due, and that's uh, John Perry, who's our producer. Absolutely. You know, a few months before we got rolling, and I was with, with John at a, at, a, at a, I think it was a pool gathering with some of our Sunday school folks, you know, you're doing it all COVID safe and outdoors and that kind of thing. Right. And at one point we were just talking, and he was asking how you were doing and stuff like that, and he said, you know, when you guys get together, y'all chat for a few hours. He said, all you got to do is throw a microphone in front of you and you got a show. So I, I said, well, I'm going to bring it up. So we had the discussion and we both agreed, yeah, let's give it a go, as you like to say. Yeah. And here we are, 51 weeks later. Yeah, that's right. Recording 52. Turn something on and see what bursts into flames. Go from there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. And, uh, but we have had great feedback. We have. You know, and I, I, lo- I love the diversity of people telling us how they've enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, a couple of them specifically say they, they use it on their walks. You know, they put it in and they're either walking the dog or just their general walk, you know, kind of clear their head day, yeah. part of the day. Uh, of course, a number of people like to listen to the car on a commute, which, you know, the time we do it is a, kind of usually a perfect time. You can kind of squeeze one in usually in a decent commute. Sure. Um, and then I think, uh, especially, like I say, with Alexa and stuff today and people having the wired homes, they'll just pull it up and let one or two roll. I, uh, one lady chimed in and she said she was doing a house project and one like Saturday or something like that. And she said, I will let six episodes roll straight through. So <laughs> yeah. some people yeah. probably listen to one at a time and then some just back them up and then like let them go. So it's yeah. been interesting to hear their thoughts and they've contributed. A few topics came, obviously, from them. Yes, and I've also been impressed by listeners that have sent us photographs, images of meals that they've cooked. You know, a couple of cooking episodes went down very well. Yeah, yeah. a few people tried the same uh, same path, <laughs> and they said they had good results. So. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They got a meal out of the deal, no matter how it came out. So. I enjoy those episodes, uh, the cooking episodes, very much. I think the idea of... It's, it's the same thing, like cooking, again, this goes back, takes me back to, to France and Monsieur Manofocone, but cooking is a social activity, or should be considered to be a social activity. Cooking and preparing food doesn't have to be complicated, does it? It doesn't. It's just simple things cooked well, put together, and you can't, we all make occasional disasters when we cook, but it, not very often. Um, but if you follow just a few basic guidelines, it's possible to come up with something for dinner without too much of a drama. We yeah. proved that. Yeah. We, we found it's not going to be disastrous if you go slightly above a pinch of salt or slightly below a <laughs> no, dash of oregano. No, no so. it's not. I made something the other day, actually, and um, I thought I'd overkilled it with way too much chili powder. And um, for the rest of the evening as I'm preparing this, it was sort of diced pork and onions, and I put a lot of chili powder in and I was using uh, chili powder as opposed to my usual chili flakes and I thought I must have really overkilled it because I wasn't really thinking how much I put in there but reality is all the rest of the ingredients soaked up the chili and it wasn't overly hot at all yeah Mm. just goes to show yeah just keep going you'll be fine I enjoyed those cooking episodes yeah Yeah, I think think they were they were a lot of fun people got a good kick out of them and it's so it's quite a diversion from things that we've done previously and there is not really a, a pattern to 52 of them. I mean, we, we jump from topic to topic and come up with something different. And, you know, we return, I say, to entertainment, but we'd often do the different genres right. of that. And again, as we mentioned, 
it may start off in the first five minutes of 35 to 40 minutes and <laughs> then it's off on some crazy direction yeah. uh, that you know we didn't expect but it's organic and we roll with it but that is conversation summed up in a nutshell isn't it really i mean if you're having coffee or a cup of tea or you're down the pub having a beer uh, the subject never stays on if you can, you can be talking about soccer football for example in England but that conversation is never going to remain on yeah. soccer for long next thing you know you're looking up Kess on YouTube yeah they <laughs> <laughs> That's right. throw that one into the sports oh, category dear. that one can be in the schools category so when I first watched Kess and I saw saw that uh, the scene about the football game the soccer game boy oh boy I mean that just brought back so many memories of just how grimly realistic that scene is of English education in the 1960s yeah I mean absolutely nailed it and again gentle listener if you missed that episode and you want to see experience the sort of education that I had on the opposite side of the Atlantic and the difference between American education and British education comprehensive have a look at that film, K-E-S, Kes. I think the book was called A Kestrel for a Knave, and I can't remember who wrote it, but it was a tremendous insight into the grim reality of life in England in the 60s, yeah. yeah. Well, I think a, a big catalyst to a lot of the episodes when I was thinking about what topic I was going to bring, bring to us that day was was a lot of comp, you know, comparisons between how things were in England, you growing up, and how yes. things were in America with me growing up. And that made a natural conversation of, you know, compare and contrast. Yes. On many things. Very, very different. And again, I have, I, I, I don't wish to sound complaining or anything about my education in England. It just was that thing. And, uh, you know, but survived it came through and I think I think everything worked out okay in the end you know life just unfolds you can't really complain about it I mean it just happens not all of us are going to be George Clooney (laughs) for example (laughs) you know we're not (laughs) which (laughs) nothing against George Clooney or Brad Pitt or any other movie celebrity or anyone else you can throw in Ocean's Eleven well that's Folks that seem to have it very easy. Um, I'm not sure it is very easy for them all the time, you know. And I I often think that we should just be happy to be who we are and think back of how we ended up here today is just life unfolding. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a a lot of right place at the right time. There's a lot of chance meetings. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you do do properly to place yourself in a better position. You yeah. Know, that, that you know do do the right thing. You know. Do the right thing. Yeah. You know, that's going to make a difference. Obviously, you know, there's many different aspects of your life coming at you in different directions all the time. So, one adage that always sticks in my mind, um, and I've I, I've been around television for 20 years, as you know, and I worked in Formula One. Uh, for 10 years and the reason I said that is because I was working in two industries that were steeped in money, steeped in wealth. But the one vision that I came away from both of those worlds with is that truth that money doesn't buy you happiness. Now, I've seen a lot of folks in TV that have made a huge amount of wealth, they don't seem very happy. I've been around folks in Formula One, racing drivers, team owners, some are happy and some aren't, and the the, the the financial aspect doesn't really play much of a 
much of a part in it, quite frankly. It's what you've just said it. It's what you do day by day and doing the right thing. And I think it is in all of us to want to help each other. And if you just allow that to happen, I think you have a much better day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the things, too, I mean, we mentioned uh, earlier talking about how we handled the episodes is, you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, we were comparing, you know, stuff like, oh, have you heard of this? You know, we were talking about candy. You'd have a brands over there, and then I'd have brands. You know, we were like, right. oh, we didn't have those. We didn't have these. Yeah. And then in one of the more recent episodes, here we both had the exact same Godzilla model kit. So <laughs> that the things that, you know, are like, no, we didn't have these, and that's that. But, I, I, yeah, I had the exact same one that you had, you know. Yeah. You never know what's going to be shared and what's going to be completely different all these different experiences that we've had in life that's right and i grew up on the opposite side of the atlantic in england and you over here in the states and um all those things i mean i often think you know another observation in life but this is a truism to what's happening today is when you're in a it doesn't matter a shopping mall or you're at the filling station or you're in a fast food restaurant or any any event in your life of one day when someone walks in front of you or brushes against your shoulder and you both say, I'm sorry, and, and walk on, and you think all the events that's happened in that other person's life and the interaction has brought you together right at that very second that you just cross in front of each other or just nudging, just nudge shoulders or something. You yeah. know? And off you go again and you never, you never see each other again for the rest of your life. But all of those turn to the left, turn to the right, get up, it all came together just to meet at the right time. Yeah. Rather special, that, I think, really, in a strange way. I can't really explain it beyond that, but yeah. I think that's a rather special thing. And if you think about it too much, your, your head couldn't handle it, so you just kind of have to <laughs> put, it, put it up to circumstance and move on. I know. It's a, yeah. Someone has, let's say, for example, someone has grown up in New York and uh, was educated in New York and then took the decision to move down to Charlotte and then took the decision to move down to Lake Wiley and as I was driving out from my home here on Lake Wiley um, he or she was going around the little roundabout traffic island and we just put our hand up to each other to say hi Yeah. and off they go you never see them again Yeah. <laughs> that's a strange thing but ine inevitably there's those connections like uh, just uh, this, this weekend my, my wife was on a, a youth trip with the church and one of the ladies that was, was on it with her, they got to talking, and she came home and she said, oh, by the way, uh, Amy, I think's her name, she was at the University of Tennessee the same time you were. So now, at some point, I've got to chat with Amy, and we're going to compare, talk about our days at, at the university. Yes, th those, some folks will say coincidences never happen, and some say, yes, they do. But yes, it's one of those things you can be on summer vacation, um, or holiday, I would say, over in England, at a, at a tiny Greek island somewhere and you sit at the bar and you find out the chap you're sitting next to at the bar was was born two streets away from where you live. Oh, absolutely. It's that sort of oddness, isn't it? Like, yeah. how can that... How and it happens that? more than you think, you know. It's, <laughs> yeah. Some, something is making that happen. But, yeah, we had an example of that, uh, that made me think, again, pulling out that file cabinet in the back of your mind. Yeah. We were on... Uh, we were visiting our cousins in the D.C. area um, when I was about latter part of high school, let's say junior year, maybe the summer between junior and senior year. So we're in, in the DC area and we were lit, you know, we got to think we live in central Florida and we're at a Chinese restaurant that they, one of their local places, they wanted to, you know, let's, we'd love to go here. So we're having dinner 
and I must have mentioned a name or something like that. And the table next to us turns around and says, oh, those people that live down in whatever little town in, in Central Florida, oh, we know them. You know? <laughs> At the, I mean, just out of the blue, that, they heard I, the yeah, name and said, oh, yeah. we know that family. What does that tell us about life? I don't know. I, I suspect what it tells us about life is there are no strangers. We're all the same. We're all the same one huge extended family and so once again do the right thing with the neighbor next door or the stranger because we're all the same it's all the same yeah you yeah. never know who's out there you never know who's that you yeah. that's exactly right you could walk by somebody and not help them lift a bag into their car doesn't matter and um the next week you could find out that that very person who you didn't help for whatever reason is related to the folks that live next door. And isn't it strange all that? Yeah. Life is a strange thing. It truly is a very odd experience. Life. Oh, there's, and there's just, oh, there's so much out there and so much to, that happens and can talk about. And we just tried to do, you know, 51, now 52 condensed episodes, a part of it. Just a small little fraction yeah. of what's there. And Again, many of these topics, you know, we had to stop it, you know, our, our time. And you get on some of these, it could go for hours upon hours upon hours and never, never end. I mean, like I say, once you, just sci-fi alone. Just sci-fi. <laughs> once once just, we got on something just, like that, especially if you get people that are fervent fans. So. Yeah. One thing we, I don't know if we deliberately set out not to discuss it in great detail, but one thing that we've organically stayed clear of to a large extent, is is motor racing. We touched a little bit about Formula One from yeah, my experience. Yeah, we did the uh, pit lane accidents but and very the favorite few, circuits. Yeah. But very few of our episodes have revolved around, around motorsport. Um, and I think that's a good, healthy thing. There are certainly lots of podcasts out there that specialize in motor racing and specialize in Formula One and will delve into the details. And uh, I was quite keen, and I know you were too, too, make this something completely different yeah and now, now for, for something, something completely, completely different, different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so it was and um i think again i keep using that word organically but it's true isn't it it's kind of organically took a direction without our really being aware of it we we hit on a on a what i would consider to be and i'm sure you share the s similar feelings as does john i'm sure is as a it was a winning f formula it's a that idea that you knew roughly what we're going to be talking about and because that came from nowhere right? i mean we didn't sit down and say okay let's do it like this magic won't know what we're talking about and kevin will know what we're talking about and we'll do it that yeah, way yeah that just kind of came it about just, yeah. it just didn't it, it was nothing that was written down or it just happened that way yeah i just knew to come prepared with a topic on recording day because you because you knew i wouldn't be prepared in any way at all well you so, had you had the, the the computer set up and you know maybe the sock on the mic and there you go yeah but now now i'm looking back and going now we did 52 of these now granted we are in the southeast and we almost always did them on the porch but we must have some cold days recording out here we had a couple of cold we went through the whole yeah. winter recording so. sure we did have a couple of cold days and we sat out here uh, wearing uh, sweaters pullovers jerseys call them what you will yeah fleece yeah, a lot of fleece yeah, yeah we had that and um lots of very humid days i can remember oh, us yes. complaining like bitterly about the humidity down here um but we've not well we got to give our final weather report uh mm. this one actually is a pretty nice day it actually is supposed to be warmer than it was but it's very pleasant it's a good today it's day. finally starting to kind of creep into fall even though they said it's supposed to be warmer than, than yeah. that but Overcast a lot today than 
my, my thermometer just in front of me uh, on one of the pillars of the house says it's 72 degrees. feels a little bit colder than that, but not much. But the sun's out, skies are clear-ish. Yeah, and but definitely the wildlife has been really chatting it up. We had a whole flock of geese flying in mid-record uh, mid here. Yeah. This so morning that, when I sat out here having first coffee of the day, I was surrounded by squirrels. Oh, really? Again, yeah, yeah. And uh, they seemed completely unfussed that I was here. You know, like they turn and turn and look like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. Isn't this too early for you to be out? If you have something for me, great. If not, move on. <laughs> That's right, yeah. So we've had the wildlife out here. We've had the ge a lot of geese. I mean, you hear them almost in every episode. Um, boats on the lake. But now that we're moving fast through the year, I mean, I'll just keep quiet for a second. You can listen to the ambient noise. Very quiet out here yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. The, the the summer summer folks have kind of come and gone. Yeah, and not as much boating out as you mentioned. The airplanes still fly over. We had one a few minutes ago because we're still in a, a pattern where they come over yeah. a decent amount. The but, airplanes. I mean, I'm far from expert in such things, but I, I I think the airplanes come and go over the lake depending on on change of wind and which route they're taking into Charlotte, oh, maybe. Douglas. Yeah. Sometimes they come over here, sometimes they don't. And I think that's all, I'm, I'm guessing it's wind related. So there we are. I've really enjoyed what we've been doing. I would like to think that we could continue in some way. We, we set out, I mean, this is kind of an accidental podcast, right? If it wasn't for the COVID crisis, we would never have done this. Probably not. We would yeah, never have done this podcast. It was a response to that. But I know that I've enjoyed it, and I sense that you've enjoyed it too. Oh, immensely. Yeah. I get a great sense that our gentle listener, listeners have enjoyed it. And I would like to think that we could continue in the future to expand to a degree what we've been doing, and perhaps, with your agreement, and we'll chat about it over a beer, I'm sure, would be to take Matchett and the other guy away from the lake and do other things. Of course, that may mean perhaps that the best format for Matchett and the other guy moving forward might be an audiobook. but we'll explore that. And when we find out more, when we've discussed it more between us and we think, well, let's try and why don't we do this or why don't we try that? Let's, uh, we could very easily put another podcast out and give our gentle listener more guidance of where we may take this in the future. Yeah. I think there's a grand world out there beyond the teakwood that we're sitting upon. <laughs> so maybe time to put the foot off the porch and go go, yeah. hit, go hither, young man. Yes, we don't know what that is, and we're not really sure in what direction it'll go. But um, I think there's I think there's more to come from Matchett and the other guy. I believe there is. Yeah. But for now, gentle listener, we thank you very very much for joining us on the porch at my home down here on the banks of Lake Wiley. I think I've said all, that almost every episode. And um, it's been great fun having you along. We hope, and I can't speak for Kevin, although I'm saying the royal we here. Um, Kevin will add a few words after I've finished, I'm sure. We hope that you've really enjoyed what we've been doing down here. And again, it has not been organized to any sort of sense of being organized, but it's been I'm going to use that word again. It's been an organic experience, 
we've greatly enjoyed the feedback from you to say that you enjoyed the episodes and it made you think about your own childhood or events in your life. And um, we'd like to think that we can continue in some form. Kevin, what do you want to say? Uh, I just want to thank everybody again, like you say, for coming along for the ride. It's, we didn't yeah. know where it was going to start when we started pedaling down the hill, but uh, look look where we went. I mean, and, it's, and it has. It's been a blink of an eye. I mean, just <laughs> yesterday we were talking about Halloween and Guy Fawkes and fireworks. I know. And here we are. It's almost Halloween again. It's, we've almost but, gone uh, full circle. So we do we do thank everybody for their input and their support and uh, just checking in on us and just telling us some interesting things as we've gone the past uh, 51, now 52 episodes. Yeah. And, and of course, again, a big thanks to John Perry for helping us out and being our engineer and our producer and yeah. getting it out there every week. Thank you, John. It's been great fun. And so, to you, gentle listeners, we sign off on episode 52 of Magic and the Other Guy. We're going to say so long, and who knows, we may see you down the road. I think we will. Take care.